Oh, hi there. We will get Mr. Suge Jacob Knight on the phone to chat about the season finale of Love and Listings. We got to. We got to. And then on RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas review, tensions are running high as Mm -hmm. our queens get ready for opening night. Yes, queen opening night. So let's get this thing started. VH100, the podcast is going down now. Welcome, welcome, and welcome to VH100, the official podcast for all things VH1 and more. If you haven't subscribed or commented, I literally say it every week. My name is Easy Manoli. That's right, and I'm Lejeune, and we're excited about yet another episode of VH100, the podcast. So if you cool cats want to get all up in this conversation, make sure you're using that hashtag VH100podcast and talk that talk with us. Always. Easy. What the heck is going on? You know, just life. We have Labor Day coming up, which is kind of cute, I guess. And I, I know this is really random, but I had a fruit fly issue recently. We had, we had like two peaches that were not very peachy. Oh, yeah. No. And I went to go throw yeah. them away. And all of a sudden, this like huge little nest, I guess, started flying. So I made a makeshift. Well, now I feel guilty, but I made a makeshift oh. like DIY, you know, fruit fly catcher. Was it like tape? I'm catching them. No. How'd you, you do like, it? You put vinegar in a bowl and oh. then you put dish soap and then you put saran wrap and then poke a bunch of holes in them. Like what? big holes for them to fly in there. So this then, is like a real sinister scheme. Yeah. So now I'm feeling bad and a little guilty because I'm looking in this bowl and I'm seeing like at least 15 of them kind of, you know, deceased in there. Oh, man. So I, I feel bad. But I'm like, well, where else are they going to go? Like, they're not one of those that like you open up a window and they're just going to fly, fly out. out. Yeah, I know. I honestly, I understand why you feel bad. But I just felt a little guilty. And, you know, kids, if you're listening to this podcast after bedtime, Know that that's why you got to listen to your parents when they tell you not to go where you're not supposed to go. Those fruit flies didn't belong <laughs> in your apartment, easy. And no, I know. And well, then it made me wonder, I'm like, where the hell do these things even come from? No, I try to. I really, I do try to not be afraid of bugs and release them because of Taj. I feel like I've told you about like him flipping out about me trying to kill a bug. But a mm-hmm. fruit fly, there's nothing you can do. And you can't just, they can't move in. There's enough. You, exactly. you have a roommate. You're good. Like, there's nothing we can do here. <laughs> it's like, the most. You try. But I just done... get so confused. I'm like, where did you come from? Come and from. I'm convinced that, like, they, like, live inside a fruit. And so, like, I don't know. I'm really, like. So, what's the term that they used in science? Spontaneous generation? Sure. I believe I don't that's know. it. I really Spontaneous generation and... where an organism can come can just come and from starts nowhere. Like, yeah, because I'm just like, where, literally, where are you coming from? There's but no explanation, right. but I guess... That happened to me the, one time in the office, and we, like, our offices are based in the middle of Manhattan, and I'm just mm. like, where did this fruit flies come from? Come but whatever, from. I guess it's whatever. How are you? Are you okay? I'm super, super cute, and I'm looking forward to Memorial Day weekend. Taji and I are going to go... Oh, oh, my goodness, that's so crazy. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Lejeune's I'm so trying excited. to get all her days. I'm trying to get summer back. Like, can we just do <laughs> She's it again? Trying to kick off with Memorial Day. <laughs> oh no, that's so sad. Summer is officially over. It's Labor Day, but Taj and I are going fishing. Taj oh, is going to go fishing for the first time, and we're going to go horseback riding this weekend. Oh it's wow! It's going to be super super cute. I'm that excited. is very very cute. Okay, check you out. Yeah, I'm A excited. Good job. And before we get things started, obviously. 
you know, our thoughts and all of our prayers are out to uh, Jacob Blake's family. Yes. Of what is going on over there. Obviously, still justice for Breonna Taylor. I personally just can't believe. I know that's a weird topic switch, but I know we're about to get into our VH1 show. So before we got started, I just want to like, I just cannot wrap my brain around anything that is happening in this regard with that. So obviously, well wishes and like, uh, yeah, I just. I can't even put it to words. It's not even that weird a transition because here we are fortunate enough to be able to go into a holiday weekend, you know, Mm. and we have innocent individuals who've lost their lives and And are handcuffed to a hospital bed. Handcuffed to a hospital bed. Yeah. There's no accountability. It's very painful it's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everyone just make sure that you're letting your voice be heard. Let's not move on. Let's continue to fight for justice. Agreed. So just wanted to, you know, get that out there really quick before we get yes. into the podcast. So are Had we ready to, for yeah. it? Yes. All right. Let's get into it. So love and listings. Mm-hmm. We had a two episode season finale. We'll give Suge Jacob Knight a call soon. But before yes. we do, we have some things to cover. OK, right. So Sarah is thinking of proposing to Clayton, her boyfriend, by mm-hmm. putting mm-hmm. a ring mm-hmm. on her dog. Ajani almost blew up her <laughs> spot. About. She's like, what? She's like, Shh. oh, my God, don't do that. But that's why I kind of. Not kind of. That's why I love Sarah, because she just goes for it. And I need to have that mentality where you just do the damn thing. Right. If it doesn't work out, you move on. Boom. Boom. And (laughs) I'm assuming that maybe period is a period point blank period. And I'm assuming Zach and Sam have that same mentality that I do because they are still trying to see where things go. So during the finale, I think. That's yeah. what it seems. So during, uh, yeah. Gonna, I don't know. So during the finale, Zach broke things off with Lene. Then we get that one month later scene of mm-hmm. Zach and Sam linking up, kind of holding hands. I don't know if it's like in a relationship or a caring kind of way, because I've held hands with my friends like, oh, my God. And it doesn't mean, you know, we're necessarily romantically involved. No, I'm sorry, boo-boo. Do you <laughs> hold hands with your friend that you've had entanglements with? I have. No, 100%. Mm-hmm. I have walked down mm-hmm. the streets of New York City with friends, uh, like, holding hands. Because, you know, it's like No, cute. but, like, a friend that you've been romantically involved with in the past. Have you guys walked no, down the street? Yeah, exactly. No. So a friend that you've tried once. Tried yes, twice, twice, and maybe <laughs> this third time is the charm. Maybe we maybe. shall see. So we we don't we know what's see. going on there yet, but yeah. this is all stemming from Sam finally opening up to Zach. Right. She had no choice but to swing by his office and handle some business. Mm. I say blessing in disguise because they had to interact, right? So she blessing apologizes. in disguise. Oh my god! Like it because she had to go have- there. I know, but it's like, can we have interact? Can we just have a little bit more time where it could just be a little less awkward where we could be like, whoo, that was crazy. What happened? Right? (laughs) (laughs) Brought her in that conference (sighs) room. And can you imagine if we had to do that at our offices? Because our our offices are like fish fish bowls. bowls. Mm -hmm. It's all glass. So having that kind of awkward interaction, it didn't seem like that happened over there. But, you know, thankfully, (laughs) they had their privacy for her to apologize for her actions at the event. And for pursuing a relationship with him when she wasn't ready. So, of course, as we know, she isn't trying to hurt him intentionally. 
but she doesn't know how to accept a good man in her life, which we did bring up to Zach last week when he did call in and he was like, listen, I can't wait around, which is true. Like, I don't think I would be able to wait around either. Like, and that's what sucks about the situation because there is a love there. But when somebody's not emotionally ready yet, it's so tricky what do you do? and it's so unfair. And I feel as if I have in the past rushed into a relationship that I wasn't ready for because the person was like, you know, I, you know, I, I, I they didn't like tell, give me an ultimatum, but they, I sort of, I really cared about this person. I just wasn't ready to get, to take it to the next level. And I sort of felt sort of like Zach, where mm-hmm. I, that's why I really, you know, commend Samantha for doing what was best for her and yeah. just moving forward and not being like, okay, well, this is somebody I really want. I don't want to lose this person. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you're it's young hard. and stupid in your 20s, <laughs> you do dumb fat No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, I understand because you need to have time to heal and grow. But then it's not fair to expect someone else to just sit around and wait, especially and wait, if yeah. they have feelings for you. Because mm-hmm. it's tricky interacting and dealing with someone that you have feelings for and can't have them in that way. Sometimes it's easier to just go your separate ways. So I, I understand both sides. It's such a tricky situation. It is such a tricky situation. Mm-hmm. And we did get deeper with Sam in this finale because we learned this is all coming from her childhood. Growing up, her parents never really showed affection towards each other. So with that, she feels they weren't the best role models, maybe, on what a healthy relationship should look like. For example, in elementary school, Sam and her sister would see their mom flirt with another man, but wouldn't have that same kind of energy towards their father. And apparently, like, when their mom would get a kiss from their dad, like, she would turn turn her cheek. So not that I'm a parent, but obviously, like, this is affecting Sam. And I'm just thinking kids really do pick up on that kind of thing, y'all. Yeah, it's true. And also the fact that her mom left when she was 11 years old, Sam would console her dad at that young age which is on top of everything going on a lot for a child to take in but it seems now that sam is taking accountability on how this pattern is created by her in her relationships Mm -hmm. and she's trying to take some accountability i think at this point i respect it same here and meanwhile to me i'm all like this is why zach and he has said it himself has been trying to spend more time with her so they could have these kind of conversations and yeah, grow get together. Yeah, to know each other, right? Understand each other. Better speech. like, quick sidebar. Mm. I was surprised that like, mm. he didn't know about this already because I'm just like, haven't they known each other for five years and haven't they dated and like this 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 thing never came up? I, I don't no, know. I was surprised. I think surprised. that he, he may have known that her parents weren't together, but I think he that didn't know how you it know, affected her. Yeah, because I okay. feel like she may not have even realized. Sometimes it takes for you to mess oh, up true. a situation, and you're like, wait, how did this... Wait, is this what I was looking for? See, I was too and cut I and just, clear. You're right. You you dived in deeper. I'm like, this is not a black and white situation. This is... <laughs> right. The, you got to get in deeper, but Zach the layers, even had, you know. Uh, Zach had a self-reflecting moment, if you will, when he met up with his brother, mm. realizing that after Palm Springs, maybe he could have given Sam more time and to me i was just like i don't know that's nice that he's thinking that but like thinking about that palm springs trip it was very coupley the way that they were acting so i kind of would have followed suit too no but it was a romantic situation like yeah, I it was mean, very they, romantic like, it was like it was but that doesn't mean that you have to like uh like i don't know it's tricky i think that listen it is what it is now and looking back in <laughs> hindsight i do think that i respect the fact that he's second thinking 
how fast he took it. I don't think that it's wrong because they were all booed up because, you know, yeah. when I in like Rome. I feel like I would have done the same thing he did. Right. Yeah. When in yeah. Rome, be in Rome. And they were in a booed up situation. So be booed up. But let's now that we're leaving, before they left, they agreed, okay, we want to see where this could go. We see how beautiful it can be. Yeah. But let's sort of take our time. And so I sort of I like that he's thinking back in hindsight and like maybe I could have taken a little bit more time because maybe you could have. True. I don't know. But, you know, the saying that he brought up, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Damned if you don't. Right. So hopefully at some point they either, you know, not to bring it to these terms, but shit or get off the pot. Right. (laughs) And there you go. But like Ajani and Taryn, they aren't getting off of any pot. Because they are moving in together. Right. They got their dream place. Thankfully, it has a backyard for Sushi to do the business. And maybe Ajani to do hers. According to Taryn, she could be a little uh, gassy, it seems. Mm. And she can go outside with that methane gas of hers and do it out there. And I do love how, like, of course, she's pushing blame on the dog. Right, right, right. As a lot of people do. Have you ever been to like someone's house or party and they're like, ooh, sorry, that's the dog? Or I know you have a cat. Does it, have you ever blamed your cat on that kind of situation? <laughs> no, I haven't, but it's genius. <laughs> <laughs> Are cats even that kind? I mean, I've, I've, you know, dogs, I've smelled it. I don't know about cats, though. Do they have that kind of? I'm assuming they do. Yeah, I mean, they poo. <laughs> Got it. Okay, and there you go. <laughs> But overall, you can tell that Ajani is in a better place now. At the start of the season, we saw, like, you felt that vibe through the screen, how the Andrew situation was affecting her life in all mm-hmm. aspects. And looking at her now, it just feels like the weight has been lifted off of her shoulders. She's focusing on the development investment side of real estate, and she's teaming up with Sam. And she got to make sure she sells that property with all of them condos in there and the green walls slash doors. Did you see that? Yeah, and I just want to say I'm just so happy because there definitely is a glow up, definitely will work. I'm so excited that she can get some clarity and realize what there was happening actually with the situation with Andrew and that he is, this is what he does. You know what I mean? So that was great to get clarity there. But And I don't want to be shady boots easy, but I just am like, I don't know how, I just feel like she sells a lot. How, how Every time we talk about Taryn, she's like, I have Taryn and I love him and we're happy. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I just like, sis, why, you know, I don't know. <laughs> no, I got it. And I, I totally understand. So, I mean, we did chat with her and they're still together. So we, you know, all, all the best of love. Wishing, wishing front. all the best in love on that front. A hundred percent. Yes. But over to Andrew, though, since he's had a troubled past and wants to start a family, he is focusing on getting his mental health right for his wife and himself with separate and joint therapy appointments, he even opens up about it to the guys during a poker night, which then brought Alex to spill the tea at his event the next day mm. to Sarah and Ajani about yes. this. He's yes, like, yes. you know, Andrew wants to make sure, quote unquote, that doesn't happen again. And I'm all, do we think a bro code was kind of violated here? Because that conversation seemed like a guy's only conversation. And to bring it up, especially in front of Ajani, I was like, oh, why did we do that? Right. Because yeah. you know they're gonna ask questions. Like Sarah asked the burning question: Did Andrew finally admit to the affair with Ajani? Because you know when you're saying make sure that quote unquote doesn't happen. So no, 
a, a confession did not happen. Right. And even though there wasn't one, Sarah goes and tells Ajani, oh, he totally cheated again. He well, let me just say, I'm sorry, but I'm sort of glad that this happened because I do not believe that Sam really talked to Andrew because she needed to get over her feelings for that low life. No, let me stop. I don't know. But I don't think Here that she was Mama trying to, No, I don't think she was trying to get over her ex. I think she was trying to she was like, "Ooh, this is a good opportunity for me to get the tea." Get the juice. And I feel like that's what she did and then he went and took it back to the guys, which And it backfired on a, her. It backfired on her and it like it was a whole snowball effect when in all actuality, we have to thank Sam for getting us that tape of him saying that because we would have never gotten that confession. He didn't fully admit it. He didn't fully admit it. But our situation. But then also He didn't she fully did, admit it, but he didn't deny it. Yes, very true. But then it did backfire on her because even though she was trying to get tea, like she was vulnerable herself because she has admitted, like I wasn't ready to get into a relationship. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Oh so my it's gosh. Like, it's it's all a mess, but you know, I just love how back to the whole Alex telling Sarah and Ajani, I love how Sarah is just like, Oh, he totally cheated. And Ajani's like, what are right. these facts? And Sarah's like, no, 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 no. Just Don't like, you yeah, think? I'm just, I'm just gossiping <laughs> like, a little bit. And we all have like, done that up at some point. We shoot the non-factual shit with our friends. It happens. Right. And hopefully the therapy sessions will help our boy Andrew out. I just, I'm sorry. I just want to know the lowdown. I want to know, do these therapy <laughs> sessions come because he really thought to himself, I really need this change? Or did somebody find something out? Ooh. I don't know. I just want to know. I'm just curious. <laughs> I know the people want to know. Detective Lejeune on the case. Right. But therapy and life coaching seems to be working for Taylor, who yes. passed her test and officially got her broker's license. Right. Go, and girl. not only that, she's also killing it in the real estate game because she has Ashanti as a client. Right. Our favorite R&B songstress is living out on the East Coast but wants to relocate to the West Coast. So Ashanti's sister, Shia, is on duty to pre-screen these houses. Because, listen, Ashanti wants to skinny dip, okay? So privacy is key. And on top of that, we need to have a modern feel. There must be good lighting. And a studio is a must-have, y'all. And we know how everyone keeps saying drama must be put to the side because they're stronger as a team. So this actually brings Taylor and Brittany with a D to team up. So we saw ahead it. of Taylor's Nick Young event last week, Brittany apologizes for their encounter, which I did peep that she was there. And I was like, wait a minute. What, what, what's going on here? And I figured we were going to figure it out in the next episode. Right. But I saw her there and, you know, clearly thank God for all that because Brittany has a listing that interests Ashanti. Ashanti's rolling through the house. She's loving everything about it until she finds out there is no studio. Mm. Dun, the, dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. I know, right? And I'm thinking, damn, that's... The- I saw that little table in that room. I said, ooh. Yeah, right? Because, well, you know, the girls show her a conference-looking room yes. that could be turned into a studio, but yeah. Ashanti and whoever she hires, I'm assuming Ashanti wouldn't do this herself, <laughs> would have to build a studio from scratch. So, I think sis, I think that her sister, who looked for the house, is going to end up with the job, so she was just exactly. quiet in the background, like, oh, God, here we go. Now like, I have to build a studio. I'm a studio engineer. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ashanti's like, where's the soundboard? Where's this? And then we're like, uh-oh. So thinking outside of the box here, uh, Brittany and Taylor are like, listen, you know, we can ask the seller to knock $50,000 off of the price, which is a good compromise in Ashanti's eyes. And apparently 
good enough for her to put an offer in. So we I would have had to first make some calls and see how much it's going to cost to build a good studio. Girl, but- that's what... I'm not going to lie, because I was like, hmm, could, is it more than 50K to build a whole right. studio? To just, so, you know, to just, just to make sure I get a little quotey quote on what I need. Meanwhile, you know Taylor's probably like, Ashanti better not listen to this damn podcast, because if these two sandbags mess me, up no, my, no, no. right, exactly. No, no, no. We definitely, <laughs> we love the um, female empowerment there. Of course. Keep it going. Girl power all day. But I'm just saying. And we're just saying, we think yeah. logistical, okay? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> You got to. You got to. You have to. And not only are things (laughs) going well for Taylor's career, but her love life seems to be flourishing, too, with Elijah. That little study session that she did with him, maybe it did help her while they were on that vacation because, you know, she did pass that test. They're so cute. I know. It's so cute. And learning is just so much more fun when you're flirting. Like when I had an attractive teacher, my attention span was on a hundred all the time. I was like, what are we learning today? Right. I was like right there up in the front row and people were like, oh my God, you're a teacher's pet. I'm like, no, my teacher just looks fine. So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Easy and during high school. Under Killed the 18, it. Killed under, it. <laughs> under the age of 18. <laughs> we all know what was on my brain at that time. And there you go. <laughs> but the hotel room that Elijah got, he really, he like pulled through with the candles the champagne real rose petals playing right into taylor's hopeless romantic side which i was impressed that he set the whole thing up coming all the way from finland i know the fuck i was just like i can't but listen booking.com is international honey no let me stop (laughs) (laughs) but i'm just like I, i can't even get like a text reaction from a guy so like this man's on a plane and just organize, you know what I mean? There's some logistics that go into that, but whatever. No, I yeah, that no. Honestly, I am very, very, very impressed. I had like this little um, plan that I had oh. with a gentleman friend, and oh. I was under the understanding that we were like both making the arrangements. You know what I'm saying? Because he okay. was like, "I have this idea. We're gonna do this thing," and I was like, "Okay, great." You know, and then we get there. And there are no arrangements, reservations oh, made. No. And then we can't do the thing. And I'm like, wait, what? so why am I here? And I was just <laughs> too through. And I did, I, the, the communication. And so the fact that this man went ahead and just planned the whole trip, I'm right? impressed. I was very impressed. But one thing I hope that he brought, which I'm assuming he did, is a toothbrush. Because apparently the old one he left at Taylor's place was being used for her edges. Right. And I was like, all right, comfort level. Because he's like, is my toothbrush still there? She's like, well, it's being used for my edges. So bring another one. Have you done that to a previous boo? No, but I have done it to Taj. I'm like, listen, it's time for him to get a new toothbrush. This little baby one is perfect for my edges. So using it. I love it. With the, right? The vitamin E capsules. Right, yes. But this is for the like the laying when you gotta lay honestly, I could use a tutorial, a session. Uh I sh- I wish that this episode aired before we had Taylor on so she could have helped me with my edge laying because I'm really not great at it. Okay. But it's for when you wanna slick them down. Well we know? talked to Johnny last week. You should have talked yeah, no, to that's him for the Oh yeah, beautician. you're right. You're absolutely what are you oh talking my about? god! I'm, I'm, you know, I, I went to Johnny for the for the health advice on how to keep them healthy. But how am I gonna lay them and look cute when I step out into the streets? I was. 
All right. That's I guess all right. I prioritize health over vanity, and so that's a good thing. But Which is dang. a good thing. It makes you a good human. Right. <laughs> and I, there you go. I guess. <laughs> well, uh, back to Taylor and Elijah. Not- it does seem like things are pretty serious between them because she had that whole conversation about getting her career right since Elijah is on his path, clearly. Right. They're like, listen, we need to get it. Well, she's like, we have to get a right. two-income household <laughs> with four kids back to back to back to back to back. And obviously, not little gonna, bobbleheads. Yeah, not gonna, <laughs> not gonna happen anytime soon since he has to go overseas again. When they departed and they had to say goodbye, I lo- I just loved how giggly she was, and you know, obviously she's about to cry. And I just thank God that she passed that test because can you imagine not passing the test and not having you know seeing your boo off? I know that would have been so bad. But guess what? It's all right because she passed the test. It's not all doom and gloom. Again, Sexy wasn't there to celebrate with her, but nothing is better than bragging in front of your colleagues when right. you get something like that. So, of course, right. we get the group together for drinks to celebrate. And when she tries to do a toast, Jacob is like rubbing her belly, thinking she's pregnant. She's all, why would I announce that I'm pregnant while drinking? And his reply, he's like, I've seen some shit. Right, right, right. And speaking of Mr. Suge Jacob Knight, we had a lot go down in this finale with him. And instead of just hearing Lejeune and I talk about it, I said, let's get the man on the phone and chat about it together. Yes. Let's do a roll up. Hello? Ring, 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 What's going on, Mr. Suge Jacob Knight? Hey. <laughs> I love y'all. Oh, shit. It's, it's the game. What it's up, like, there's a lot What's of energy. Yeah, right. we, we rolled up on yes. a three-way call. Right. Oh, man. Right. We didn't do three-way calls until we were trying to find out, you know, middle school break. Right? All of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to we're gonna jump right so, into this, right? Mm-hmm. So did you really think Taylor was trying to announce that she was pregnant right. while having a whole drink in her hand, sir? Hell nah. I don't be thinking about Taylor ever since she heard in the ops was leaking the information, man. I don't be worried about them. <laughs> but now, nah, man. It's a pregnancy is always a blessing. Right. So the the kids choose you. Like my daughter chose me. I think my son. I'm glad she yes, chose me. Yes, I think my son yeah. was choosing me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you and your friends really did bring the comedy this season, right? Mm-hmm. Like out in Palm mm-hmm. Springs, you were rocking the red bandana. You were playing piano. You're watering plants the wrong way. Even gave us like that beautiful, insightful quote. You're just like, the reason why liquor is called spirit is because it brings your spirit out. And exactly. Then out the sunglasses with your name change. So what about your, your guy friends? Are are they still doing lingerie Saturday? Oh, yeah, they do. They always do a nice lingerie Saturday stuff. Yeah, that shit is cool. <laughs> you know, the Fort, yeah, Devon and Maverick are cool. You know, this wasn't a name change, though. You know, it was just a name. It was me telling my actual name. Right. Everybody keep calling me Jacob, my yeah. middle name. Like, no, nah, my name is right, Shug. exactly. So y'all don't get it twisted. We met you as Jacob, you know, because you mentioned a little bit about how that's sort of how Ty introduced you to the crew, and then you really sort of, you know, the real estate, the the network, the real estate network, right? So, but then you mm-hmm. really stepped into your name by coming out and letting people know, no, I want to be addressed as Suge Jacob Knight. So is that is that for everybody, or is that like in business? How is it that people should be addressing you when they see you in the street? Oh, it's business, man. You know, it's like my name is out there. I need my right credentials out there. Right. You know, I know the world tired of me hearing my dad's stories, but shit, we dope. Like, 
it is what it is. Right. That's I, what got us here. Honestly, I don't know if anybody's tired of hearing that story. And, and we're excited to see you continue to, you know, bring us that legacy. You know, and I think that is really, really dope. I'm named after my mother. And I honestly, truly believe that there's something in a name. So I think that it's really, really dope that you sort of came into that. And you mentioned that. Yeah. Right. You mentioned in the show that being your father's namesake sort of gives you an added pressure to protect and sustain, you know, the legacy. What would you say that one of the biggest misconceptions that people have about the legacy that, you know, now that you're on the show and you can bring, you know, you're bringing that legacy to another level, what's one of the things that you think, because I feel like there's so many things that people probably have misconstrued, but what's one of the things that you wish people knew more of the facts on? People gonna know more that, you know, LA, that's Suge Knight. You know what I'm saying? That's he did his legacy with Death Row. I'm doing my legacy with Overnight Entertainment. I mean, y'all on Love and Listings, y'all heard a lot of the music. Homies ain't homies. That was off my artist KL off Overnight Entertainment for VH1. So shout out to them for allowing me to do that. That's dope. And That's dope. I'm making my name out here. That's my whole reason why I'm making my legacy. That's why it's important for me to let y'all know. Like, no, my name is Suge Jacob Knight because I'm out here and I'm doing this shit. Pops is in jail. Everybody that's standing next to me be popping. You stand next to me, you do anything with me, business with me, you pop it. Mm-hmm. Especially in L.A. You come out of L.A., you make it, you really made it. We ain't no little city, we're the biggest city. Right. So it is what it is. So you here to let them know that, you know, the legacy is still alive. You know what I'm saying? And it's still building and growing. Exactly. And, Facts. And the, I'm proving that. Yeah, and the legacy is growing because we know that you got your daughter now. So right. we got to ask, how's the fam? How's baby girl? How's Angela? Are we still holding it down, washing all the bottles? Yes. <laughs> Yes, of course. I love the fact that the show made it seem like I didn't like making bottles. I love making bottles. It's a blessing. (laughs) But, you know, that shit do get tiring when you got to, like, make a bottle and take a show at open house to a client. And then do it all at once, bro. You be burnt out. But I love Angelina. I love my daughter. Good. No, yeah. We really, we really dope. Yeah. She teaches me a lot about me, you know? Yeah, and it's good vibes all around. And we did see in the finale that you are taking Sunset to meet your dad. How did that go? Oh, that one was dope. You know, my dad was filled with joy. He need that. I like, give him hope. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just, we just do, we on our way back to the top. I feel like that because, you know, it is what it is. But I'm out here. You're out there doing the thing. And right. n- now you did talk about wanting to focus more on family rather than the bag so you don't miss out on the little things. So we know that you plan on being home for dinner each night. So how else will you manage yeah. that like work-life balance, especially reaching new milestones in your career? I mean, I, I mean, I managed it. I know how to get the bag, that part down. Once I realized that getting that bag and everything, how accessible getting money is and all that type of stuff, it made me realize that appreciating the family is everything. Mm. Them family dinners is worth it. It's, it's really valuable. Them phone calls with your mom is valuable. You know what I'm saying? Them phone calls, them, your little cousins looking up to you, talking to you how to how to get into this new career. Mm. That's that's very valuable to me. Yeah. Right. So that makes so much that sense. That personal time. Yeah, that makes so much sense because I read in the interview you said that, you know, one of the ways that you like to measure success is about how you inspire people. So hearing you say Or help people. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we heard in one of the episodes your pops give you a little advice saying about how one of the ways to measure success is 
through a man's happiness. Now, yeah. do you ever have any trouble? Cause it's so tricky creating that balance, right? Of self care. Is it ever hard to sort of balance those two concepts in a way where you can make sure live a life where you're inspiring others, but still making sure that you're making yourself happy. Yeah. That's what this, that's what doing reality TV teaches you. Mm. That's what this taught me. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to separate the worlds. Yeah. The worlds, you like, you got to just still maintain your happiness. It ain't always about when you start really making some real money, you realize that it ain't just about anything that material can't bring you no happiness. Everybody, once you once you realize that everybody's trying to be next to you or everybody's trying to get on because you the person to get on to, it's like all I like is genuine shit. Yeah. Excuse my language, but I just like. Oh, that's genuine. right. You can curse on this, don't you worry. Right, about it. it's all good. It's a podcast, <laughs> awesome. so, and it's so interesting. Awesome right, it's so interesting <laughs> that you say that. You know, because you know, you mentioned that reality TV taught you that, but it just seems like you're taking on so much new. At the same time, you're taking on reality TV, being a new dad, really like taking your career to a next level and really, yeah, coming into your own. Everything is sort of come full circle. How are you balancing all those changes? I swear how I balance it is, is being focused on where I need to be focused on, not just being happy and being taken care of my family. I don't really go to be worried about the wrong things. Right. Um, I, I, I pray. We do we do things the right way. Um, I'm I'm not big on problems or anything like that. I just do things. I'm just a good person. I think that's how I got here this far. Right. People everywhere around, around the people who talk about me, they speak really highly of me. Yes, they speak. They they know they know that like wow, you know, Sugar really looks out. You would never under you would never think that he would be a celebrity's kid. He's more humble than anything, mm. and that's because I just that's who I really am. And that's that's I'm, that's really my message. That's what got me here. I ain't no gimmicks. I'm just a good person. Hey, yeah. Posse vibes and tunnel vision. We're here for that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what got me. And, and we know that obviously you want everyone around you to be happy too. Like clearly you are team Zach and Sam, right? You became a whole <laughs> cheerleader out in Palm Springs when you nah, rolled up on them up. in the hot tub. Hell no. Nah. Hold up. I was happy for that was going on. But, you know, I don't know the situation. Got and it. And like, you feel me? And the fact that how he was getting caught up in that mess. I'm gonna be honest. They too old to be be dealing with that shit. I mean, like yeah, for real. You said it reminds you of the middle school days. Exactly. Yeah, middle school days and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I can't. That that shit is not. That's not it, bro. Yeah, we did have him call in, and he pretty much said the same thing that you were saying. You're saying he's like, listen, I'm moving yeah. past that. Da da da. But we are seeing yeah. that Sam is opening up, and she's like, it's stemming from her childhood. So she does have to, you know self-care herself first before she's ready to get it on with zach like we ages though we know nobody give a fuck about our relationships like we know people we know messy people do but like we don't get it. we know we, people don't be care about our relations they won't know about our business boom that right. part right <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay. we won't know about our business we saw that you recently linked up with a family friend that has done business with your father for years, and he gave you some positive advice, you know, on really helping focus in on staying positive and just focusing on the positive. And I see you definitely, yeah. you know, that is already a part of your way train of thought. You know what I mean? And with that mindset, does um, our boy Ty, is he going to get a get a pass? I don't know we bring up Ty for it because my pops don't know Ty. Ty don't know pops. My pops. 
Ty is just a guy that walked into the building with me saying he got shook my son. Right. And no, that's all, no, yeah, know. no, definitely not trying to connect Ty with your pops. Just simply trying to say, like, now that we're focusing on you went to to talk, get some advice and you sort of brought up the situation and the, you know, some advice that you got was sort of, you know, don't worry about that, the negative and just sort of keep it in the positive. So it's like, are we, you know, are you cool? Like, is it, is it going to just be like, you know, it is what it is. Let me just continue to maintain the network. Is, is there like, is, is there, is it all good there? Yeah, it's all good. I'm not tripping. Like I'm not tripping at all. This stuff, entertainment business, it is what it is. LA, it is what it is. You meet and talk to people all the time. And I'm always be I'ma always succeed and go higher than that. So everybody listen to this podcast, y'all know I'm going hard. Mm. Ain't no eighties of LA. It's sugar LA. Right. So y'all know what it is. Mm. Overnight entertainment to everything. And then you know, watching the show we we always hear that like the relationships are the name of the game in real estate. Right. So seeing that, yeah. you know, Taylor has put her stuff to the side with him. Do you ever see yourself working with Ty again in the future just for like, you know, business purposes? I'm happy for everybody that want to do that. That's their choice. It is. I, I respect people who be who move like that. You know, if you move like that, you janky, you show me how you are. I will never work with you again. I mean, I would do the same. Not, I'm not going to lie. I would do the same thing. Hell yeah, bro. No, nah, it just. Just like, nah, I just don't have time for it. But it's too much money in the world. It's too much money for, for people to be messy and like Yeah, that. you don't need that toxic nah, energy man. and the negative energy coming your way either. So work way too hard to get that, that label off. Exactly. We ain't angry. We not angry. We ain't the angry black woman. We ain't the angry black man. We ain't nothing like that. A hundred percent. Nothing like that. Right. Moving forward. <laughs> nothing like that. Is that I'm sunset? a young black man that's raising his family. Yeah. Hey! Yes, little mama. She let me know. She's like, what are you talking to my dad about? Sorry. Right. She's like, let me just intervene nah. right here. She, she get nah. She be wanting me to hold her all, all day. Right. So it's one thing about it's one thing with Ty, you know, because you sort of met doing uh, business, but you came into the game and you and Taylor have had a relationship for a while. I'm curious, like, you know, are y'all just sort of have you guys sort of squashed any sort of animosity and can move forward? Is it gang gang or is it just like we're cool, we can move forward? That shit like bad boy. They bad boy. And I'm there for mm. And there you go. That's how that shit is. <laughs> there that's it is. Like, that's a good way to put it. Matt, scratch that. So you- they whatever they are, and I'm overnight entertainment. Like, that's how that shit is. It ain't, I ain't no hard feelings. It ain't nothing like that. I got I got a family to take care of, and I got way too much value. I, I don't know. I'm too valuable to be have them next to my name like that. So I ain't in, in the most humblest way. I'm cool. Yeah. I wish them the of best. Of course. And then we did see in the episode that you, you got a nice little deal with Empire. Yes. Congrats. Congratulations. On that. So when you got into real estate to create your own legacy and you like somehow managed to merge both of these worlds, was that a part of your plan from the beginning or that did the cards just fall into place with that? Right. The music yeah, and yeah, the real man. estate. Yeah. Music contracts and real estate contracts. It all comes together. It's all it's all referral base. That's why when you say be gang gang with people and all that, you gotta make sure you cool mm-hmm. with people because everything's referral based. Empire Records, they I love the fact that shout out to Stacy for, for trusting me, shout out to RJ for trusting me. You know what I'm saying? Safari, 
it, you know, it keeps growing pretty yellow. Yes. I mean, the, the list goes even crazy. Right. Wait till we, and then we get Money Man and all them other dudes. It's going to go Right, up. and speaking of the- I don't know, y'all. No, for real, speaking of the list going crazy, we want to know what do you have brewing up? What's next? What do you have going on? Music, overnight yes. entertainment. Music, real estate. You already know Empire. Empire, most of LA music is on the rise at all that. LA music is already on the rise. So it's just, y'all gonna see me. Yes. We I'm already see you. We like, already right. see you making <laughs> yeah. those moves. We literally we going, 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 see going, going you. And there you go. But no, honestly, we did really enjoy watching you this season. Like I said, like for, compared to last season, you you know, you, the comedy of it all, uh, and you could just tell you're just like getting more focused and more, you know, changing. Dead ass, bro. I wasn't acting. I'm dead ass. The first season, I was dead ass. trying to get my license. Second season, I'm over here like, I'm, I'm trying to find my niche. Like, how do we do this? Yeah. Right. How do we sell? How do you get a listing? How was all that? If you got, if you really want questions, you go get, you go out, go get my book. You want to become a real estate agent? You go to my book, go to my, go to suge.shop. Yes. Okay. shop. How to become a real estate agent. It gives you, you have a crash course. I supply crash courses, online courses. You take it. All you need is 135 hours. Boom. $60 to pay for your exam. And there you go. Free game. Good job. All right. So, you know, we're very right. proud of you. And Dropping just like gems. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right. So, we know you got to get back and take care of Sunset. So, thank you so yeah. much for answering the call. We really mm-hmm. enjoyed you this season. And we know you're going to do some big things in life, mister. Right. Yes. Thank you, Tara. Thank you, Dr. Holly. Thank you, Miss Brickhouse, Keisha Brickhouse. Thank you, Alan Grimblatt. Thank you, Entertainment One. Hey. Of course. All right. Thank you so much. And obviously, give Sunset our best. All right, y'all. Y'all still out. Bye. Bye. Okay, so that was a sign-off of all sign-offs before. He was, he, that was like, he did like a double mic drop right there. Right. Like, boom, boom, I'm out. Have a nice day. <laughs> exactly. I love that Sunset made an appearance, though. So I was like, hey, oh. Yes, baby girl, first interview right here on VH100 Podcast. Dang, right? It was like with Charmaine, mic out. with Charmaine and Neek, too. We got our first interview with Nola. Oh, my goodness. We're going to have to pull back in the archives one day when these people are running the world. There you go. Like, we reverse and we'll be like 80 years old. Anyhow, <laughs> so let's switch them gears on yes. to RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas review. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, our queens are getting ready for opening night. Tensions are pretty thick here, okay? Yes. Everyone is freaking the fuck out during this final dress rehearsal, as, you know, any dress rehearsal really does go. Right, especially when it's the first time making history on a Vegas residency. All of this. All of this. Right, right. on top of it all, you know, you have that pressure, but it doesn't help that there's some friction amongst the queens. Never really helps. So coming off of last week, we know Nebraska pops up during their girls' night, right? Right. Even Cameron is saying this is fucking up the sister time, but Nebraska does pull Naomi to the side to attempt an apology however naomi is not signing up for it or nebraska's hair apparently i died with the go brush your hair bit go brush your hair (laughs) go brush your hair i get so basically you know while naomi and nebraska are going at it naomi's just like listen the only thing we have in common is supporting Derek." And she gives us that Vanna White showgirl kind of gesture. And cue Derek now stepping in to defuse the situation, which brings Nebraska to say, Naomi, if you don't like me, I don't really care. And I was like, ooh. But and, and that- the whole thing is that it's like, okay, if you. 
I don't know, because the tone was very sarcastic when Derek came over and she was like, yeah, apparently our love for you is the only thing we have in common here. (laughs) There was a lot of passive aggressive tonage. A lot that of passive-aggressive tonage. And, and not only did you and I pick up on that, but so did Asia O'Hara, okay? Because she was just like, uh-uh. Yeah. She, homegirl jumped right in, questioning, right in. why are you here? And then looking at Derek saying, you should have given everyone a heads up, aside from Naomi, that this was going down because we were all there when this fight went down. So at this point, you can tell Nebraska is definitely, you know, taking a step back because Asia is coming in hot. Right. Right up in that face. And we don't really settle anything. So Asia grabs Naomi's hand. Off they go with Cameron following along, leaving Vanjie and Evie behind, who are now talking to Derek and Nebraska on how their issues are starting to bleed into the quote unquote showgirls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's very, very true. So the next day after this blowout, Derek is taking the whole thing a little bit personally and chatting with the two boyfriends. Right. Saying that he sees the girls as show family, but the situation is feeling similar to what is happening with his own family, specifically his mom, which we're learning that's why it's so important for Derek's show family to be close with his partners because, you know, he's not really tight with his family immediately, his immediate family. Right, right, right. So I do see see that. But, you know, we have to be patient with one another because we're yes. all not in the same place. Yeah, we are not. On, ex- exactly. And, you know, Derek is just like, you know, family is a family you choose, but not everybody has that mentality. So that's why I always try to tell people, like, you know, obviously we have to be sensitive to where your mind frame is, but you also have to be sensitive to where mine is. That's a fact, right? Thank you. Because I do get this a lot where people are like, oh, you're just too insensitive. Like, this person's overly sensitive. I'm like, okay. So I'm understanding of that, but why can't they be understanding that I'm, you know, not as sensitive as them? Right. And and, and believe me, I try to do my best tiptoeing around sensitive folks, but I'm just like, but, you know, why do I always have to, like, bend over backwards? Exactly. Why can't I be my my authentic self? And so that's where it comes to setting healthy boundaries, which I know because I had to do that this morning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with a man okay. but, but sometimes you know you you realize like to your point if someone if if you don't mesh well with someone right this is not why i set the boundaries but a boundary had to be set but if Ooh. you if you can't interact I watch with you set someone, a boundary I'm if not... you can't be yourself around someone yeah even if that's someone that you like and you care about you have to protect yourself and your well-being by maybe you know giving yourself a little space so i yeah, exactly, which clearly you did. So, all right, noted. Right. And we can't tiptoe around other people because they can't take who we are. We have to be who we are. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And I understand that, like, okay, everyone's different. So I try to tiptoe, like, out of respect. But if I don't get the same thing, that's like, okay, right. well, I Right, reciprocation. Get that. Reciprocation in the nation, okay? We, oh, that's the thing. Reciprocation yes, in the rec- nation on yes. all fronts, okay? Right. But anyways, back to Derek. Sorry. Right, <laughs> so, right. Back to this got so deep. This and got went really left. super deep. Right. Left and south. <laughs> so Derek was very close to his mom. But when he came out of the closet, that's when issues started happening. And oh. even though I guess from the jump, his mom was supportive. But as time went on, Derek could tell she wasn't entirely comfortable with him being gay and also, you know, being a drag queen. So... 
Then his stepdad got involved texting Leviticus quotes about a man laying with another man. Of course, you know, I would have done the same thing if I had a stepfather involved. I would reach out to my mom, which he did, and she apparently ignored him. So that didn't sit well with Derek. And I can't imagine anybody that sits well because, you know, you're going to your mom. You're you're like, miss, I came out of your vagina. Why are you letting this man (laughs) text me? Sending me these kind of things. And, you know, he's obviously hurt. And oftentimes, at human nature, we don't make the best decisions. Um, You Mm. know, maybe some irrational decisions were made. For instance, Derek ended up (laughs) posting his stepdad's text messages on social media. And poof, all of a sudden, his mom reached out. And it's very interesting how people do the switch up when they get put on blast. Right. So do you think that that was a bad decision that he made in a moment of haste? So, no, I don't think it is because clearly his mom did reach out. But some people right. may view because I know Derek was even thinking that, too. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. And it's just tough because you don't want to put your family business out there because that's like intimate family, immediate family business. So that's where it gets sticky for me. And again, obviously, yeah, well, I don't he know tried. He tried reaching out yeah. to mother. Yeah, but mother, but mother didn't reach it. out. So what should he do? Internalize all that? No. And, and go mentally crazy? Yeah. No, I'm see, just joking. He could maybe <laughs> he could have talked to a friend. But listen, hey, if this helped him, he that was like a traumatic experience to have a million so percent. Close. Right. And so if that helped him work it through to share it with the world, where other like-minded people could be there, and that's other what he people, said. Yeah. right? And then also other people that have been there that need help that need support and then people that have been through it that can support right Mm -hmm. so i think that you know it was a therapeutic way for him to deal with his trauma unfortunately he if it was the first thing he did maybe i'd be like oh you went a little too far but if i get ignored and i'm gonna have to do what i have to do to heal i guess i don't know exactly no i get it i get it and like i said mama popped up and she was not happy about Derek posting the text so, again, I'm just like, okay, so you, again, if you are so, like, I am serious with this and I support my man, you wouldn't get that upset then. Yeah. If you were, you know, standing by his side. But apparently fact. she felt like, you know, you're just trying to take me down like your dad did. And so it sounded like. It got oh, very, that very, is now. See. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. That, that got a very, very personal. To, it started to get quite toxic. Yes. Yeah, so from that, um, as you said, it's quite toxic because apparently they didn't speak for five years. But she did reach out to Nick, one of Derek's boyfriends on Facebook. So maybe the door is open for a conversation and communication. We're not sure. But Derek is on the fence. Of course, Nick and Mac are like, yo, you need to you need to go for this. But Vanjie was also sad to hear about all of this uh drama that Derek has with his mom yeah people need approval from their parents like I'm sorry like you want that you long for it even if you don't even if you act like you don't there's a part of you inside that longs for the approval of your parents yep and Vanjie was just like oh my god because when Derek opened up to her about him (laughs) you did great Vanjie (laughs) Vanjie's very close to her mom okay but you know leave it to her to lighten up a mood because she's just like listen at least there's one person you don't have to worry about waiting around money. 
And if you're wondering what I just said, it's like no. <laughs> at least it's I, one I less speak. I, I understand fluent Banji. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I freaking love it. But you know, she is right. Like because when you make the show, a lot of people come out of the woodworks and it's just like, give me that money. That's right. I saw a meme today and it was like, before I fl- I'm blow up, I just want everybody to know that I know all of my cousins. Yeah. <laughs> so don't try me. <laughs> right. So if you're out there, don't need to want, don't want to know you later. So yeah. <laughs> so on to the final dress rehearsal. Yeah. Mixing her left and right footing, getting stressed the fuck out about this mm. salsa choreography. Asia is also clearly stressed backstage, popping off on some crew members about doing a full dress rehearsal rather than a walkthrough. But at least she is self-aware about her temper. She said it in an interview. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm a perfectionist. So I, I do have a temper. So I was like, OK, can't be mad at that. But. All of that energy in the dressing room is affecting Naomi since they share the same one. And speaking of energies getting (laughs) affected, (laughs) back to this whole Naomi versus Nebraska situation, because again, it's affecting the other girls here. So one would think we would try to keep this on the low, but no, no, no. Mm. After the dress rehearsal, when Rue is checking in on the girls, Naomi blasts it right out. That drama is happening backstage. More specifically, drag queen boyfriends piping themselves into a situation. And I'm thinking, well, that doesn't pinpoint who it is. Right. <laughs> you're keeping it You're keeping it general and vague. Yeah, I was like, damn, you, you just like put that target right on Derek. So, of right. Course, you see what we did there? We just did that, like uh, that tonage like Nebraska was doing, that passive aggressive. There you go. You see that? <laughs> passive aggressive tonage. <laughs> so Derek and Naomi are legit talking things out right in front of Rue. Asia is embarrassed. This whole situation is even happening. But we do get some rue knowledge bestowed upon us on how involving a significant other in a workspace is very tricky, but professional and personal does need to be separate. And Naomi, boom, she darts that look over to Dara like, mm-hmm. did you did you hear that? So obviously Rue's picking up on this tension and decides to do a little role playing action where Rue acts like Naomi and Derek apologizing to each other. Naomi had fun with it, even lip synced along. Derek, not so much, just stood there and was watching and was just like, listen, for the good of the show, I'll just try to keep it cute. But bottom line, these issues will come up again. But all you need to do is tuck it back. Right. As they said. (laughs) So opening night is here. Rue is backstage wanting to do a prayer circle. But Naomi is nowhere to be found. Right. I was like, what? Even yes. the red carpet that was, opened. I was stressed. I was stressed too because I was, I was actually very shocked. I was like, no way. I was thinking, oh, maybe <laughs> she got food poisoning. I don't know, whatever the case may be. But even the red carpet is opening. She's still not around, which is pissing off Evie now. Well, mm-hmm. poof, all of a sudden, Miss Thing pops out in a white dress, a rose. She's ready to strut. As Vanjie said it, Marilyn Monroe is ready to go. <laughs> and apparently she was late because she took extra time in the mirror to make sure she looked damn good. Mm. And I was all like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, I know that doesn't go over well because, Lejeune, you and I work in this field, and you know that everybody was probably kicking that door down like, Miss, right. we got to go. We got to go. Yeah. I mean, hello, goodbye. But like... I said Evie was not feeling this tardiness, saying that since everyone is a part of an ensemble, you shouldn't be focusing on yourself. And when we get backstage, 
Evie Shore made sure to voice mm. her frustration to Naomi, but Homegirl didn't get it. She was like, how did my tardiness affect you? Right. Oh. Sniffing the rose, and I was all like, oh my god, she's going to deck you out. But anywho, showtime happens. Everyone is rolling in like Kelly Osborne, our favorite. Tiffany Pollard is yes. there. All of our season 12 queens were there as well. And even though Asia said there was like a 99.2% chance of things getting fucked up, it looks like things went off without a hitch. Yes. The, the show was a hit. And it looks like the after routine. party. The I salsa was like, routine. I was holding my bro for that. I was like, oh, Lord. Because, oh. The- yeah, it, that was good. Naomi didn't miss her mark when she had to do the entrance and all that fun stuff. So it looks like even though the after party was a hit, Rue was DJing. And there you Everybody go. Everybody was having a good time. I wanted to be at that after party. Hello, so did I. But I couldn't. Because um. <laughs> I was like. Doing everything in the world. So, anywho, that is that. So, on this week's episode, the queens are doing a press junket after the show opened, which is always a little nerve-wracking because they can come for right. you. Mm-hmm. Derek brings her showgirl sisters to Charlie's, which is a fun little bar. I've been there myself. It's the gay mm-hmm, bar in uh, mm-hmm, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Hoping oh, to find Vanjie some love because apparently Vanjie is single. And then some tension again happening when the question comes up of who is the weakest link where allegedly Asia said Naomi was mm. the weakest link. So that was interesting to see because Asia was just defending Naomi against Nebraska. Right. And then Derek is like, well, Naomi consoled with me because you said she was the weakest link. I'm like, what? Naomi's right. controlling with you now? Like, what's going right. on here? Right, exactly. So, what's the side talk here in the consultations? <laughs> So <laughs> it's going to be a very, very fun episode. I know. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. And guess what? Hmm. That brings us to a close of yet another podcast, LeJune. Oh, snap. I know that you hate this. So, but I know you do love dedicating our podcast to something. So what are we dedicating it to? I do. I do. I do. So this week. Yes. What is this week's my drum episode roll, please? dedicated to? Honestly, I'm going to tell you, I have a great runner up. I wanted to give it to Miss Vanjie dedicating or referring to Nebraska as (laughs) an iceberg iceberg for being tall, big, big, tall, white and with blonde hair, honey. But I went straight into the Titanic. That's it. Right into the iceberg. We didn't avoid it. (laughs) Yeah. I died. I literally died. I I like had to pause it to laugh because. (laughs) I just yeah, need it's to like have that moment. a comedy movie. You just need to bask in that comedy. Yeah, and then I had let to bask on. in that comedy because I didn't want to miss the next moment. But right, so that is a big runner up. Okay, what? A big runner what up. But it? I have to give it to my girl Taylor this week because she had so Loving many great things. moments. Yes, I'm giving it to Taylor. I'm not dedicating it to a moment. I just have to give it to our girl because this was a great episode for her. The glow really up was. is real. We see her get into that bag. Big clients. New. Licensed as a broker at 22 years of age, matching Moo Moo onesies oh, yeah. with her boo that she just reconnected <laughs> up with again. I know. Honey, I'm he's so planning proud of her. trips. Y'all doing it big. But what took the cake is when she told her boo that she was using his toothbrush okay. for those edges. I'm sorry, but she, our girl has so much going on this episode, but definitely congrats to you, sis, on all that. And yes, now that toothbrush is yours. It is now property of your edges. So. Boom. 
And there you go. That, I like that. And you're absolutely right because we've even, you know, we've noticed that there's been such a growth with her. So Such a growth. Right. That was a good finale. That was mm-hmm. wonderful. All right. Indeed. So that is a wrap on episode 71 of VH100. This Monday, we will have the premiere of Brunch with Tiffany, yes. as in Tiffany Pollard at 1030 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on VH1. Mm-hmm. June, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. you are working on that now. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. So it's really, really fun i can't wait for you guys to see and i hope that we get to talk to tiffany again oh yeah no i'm sure i'll get her on the line because i've also been helping with june with this project and getting tiffany you know to do something so right do some things very exciting everybody yes (laughs) please make sure to subscribe comment on itunes and remember to spread the word that's right and of course, be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for VH1, Love and Listings, and RuPaul's Drag Race. And make sure, folks, that you're putting the at in front of all that, or, you know, you won't connect. You'll just yeah, be, so like, you, typing stuff. If you want to connect with all of this, mm. I am Easy Manoli. That's at Easy M-A-N-O-L-I. All right. All of this, all of that. And I got all the <laughs> other at I am L-A, June, like the month. So make sure you're listening to us and keep it 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts.